Hey, Sid. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Everything's great. <laughs> How are you? Sometimes it sounds like you're faking it. No, we're just in the midst of summer. I'm actually feeling really good. You know, it just takes me a minute to loosen up sometimes. Yeah, that's, all, that's all that is. Gotta get into the flow. <laughs> takes a minute. Uh, what's your update? Well, uh, this is something I can't remember if we've talked about it, but years ago I uh, went to therapy and it's great. And I stopped because I felt like the things that I was working on uh, were resolved or I like had the tools to do the thing that I wanted to do. And now I need to go back. <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> There's uh, just this element of new things that come up. I've gone through so many, many, many transitions in this past year that I think it's helpful for me to work through some of the mental processes. And like, as we've talked about in uh, a lot of these episodes, this like element of like this underlying potentially diagnosable anxiety that I have. Sure, yeah, <laughs> and that takes a professional sometimes, which is totally okay. Uh, and I think uh, just having some more tools in my toolbox and relearning how to be an adult human is on my to-do list. I think that's great. And you know, I am a fan and fully advocate for hiring out for everything. Mm. Yes. If I'm not the expert, I will hire the expert. And this is a primo example of taking the time, finding the right person, but letting them help you do the work. Yeah. Honestly, I think with some things, it's just helpful to have a neutral party mm-hmm. because like piecemealing helpful articles will only get you so far. Right. And right. I'm at a point where it's like, I know exactly what I need. Right. Because of course. Because you're you. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising. And I think it will be helpful to uh, talk live mm-hmm. with an individual who will tell me the truths that I need to hear. Well, and they'll hear to what you're saying and how you're saying things. And I always think, you know, it's not just what you're saying, but how you're saying it and what you're holding back or what you're like letting go really aggressively. Like all of those things play into probably some form of a diagnosis. If I can like armchair expert this and just think I know what I'm talking about. But I feel like all of those pieces kind of come together in that space and the other thing with doing article reading while it's excellent you know we are obviously advocates for a good article (laughs) we love that stuff but when you're making change sometimes it helps to have that conversation out loud that you can then revisit on a regular basis versus like read an article put it aside and expect to be able to implement for sure so that's how I feel but I'm happy that you're back in the joint and (laughs) and you are taking care of yourself because that's what we're all about it's true we love that what about you i read my first four fun book in maybe a year possibly and for fun like fully in quotes like not a like self-help not a textbook but just like a story to read in novel form it like was, a non-fiction, I mean, fiction, uh, fiction vibe. Yes. Not and you non-fiction. know I always get those confused. <laughs> but yes, it was a fiction book. Um, it was called Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng. And it was 
really good. I mean, it was a really, really good book. So I completely got lost in it. But it was just that was what I was missing, I think, for the last year and change that it's been since I've read a book like that is just to get fully lost in something and like love the story and attach to the characters and like want to know more about them and in all of the ways that she did such a good job of like fully um, kind of letting you wonder about these people and, and like what they're going to do and all of those things. And so it's something that I'd like to do more of, but, and I, I tend to read like a fair amount of like the self-help slash like the be better type of books, which I still really enjoy, but I think it needs to be a balance with, it's like the same, it's kind of like the topic we're doing today around like taking a break. I feel like my brain sometimes doesn't need to be better. It just needs to have fun. (laughs) And a good book is my brain having fun. (laughs) And there's something beautiful about reading a story versus reading things for work or for self-help yeah. or whatever or just like ooh let me capture like let's let me read about interesting wine or like in my case I like to read about a lot of recipes yeah but like actually sitting down and just like it's like a, a movie mm-hmm. but in words but in book form <laughs> <laughs> and I'm usually the opposite. I usually like an adapted for a movie type of situation. Yeah. That's usually what... But I also haven't seen that many movies this year, which is actually a good thing to then think about. But my brain I was missing that sense of getting lost, whether it be in a movie or in a really good show or in a book. It just hasn't had that lately. So I think this was its opportunity. And I also... Like, you know, just taking your book, like, out back where I live, there's, like, a a patio area. So to be able to, like, take it there with my glass of wine and sit outside and enjoy it, it was – it's just been really nice. And I think the beauty of that is that it's a little bit of, like, intentional uh, quiet time Mm -hmm. for yourself where you're, like, I'm here reading and it's not anything that's, like – making your brain think or work or you're not doing anything that's hard. It's like, even though you're doing the act of reading, Mm -hmm. you're fully relaxed and like zoning out and fully relaxed and it's beautiful. Yeah. It was really nice. And so I would like to do more of that. Even, you know, classes are going to be starting back up again for the fall and, you know, we're, we're doing the podcast thing, which will then come with its own set of stuff um, beyond just recording, I imagine. But intentionally trying to make time for this should be more of a priority and I think my brain will miss it if I don't so I want to take care of that thing does a lot of work up there so sure does. <laughs> uh, but that was really nice and I will look forward to more of that I got a few books that uh friends recommended so mm. I'm excited I have like I now have a st- I didn't have any books and now I have a stack yeah I have a stack Ooh, I can't wait to see or hear about what they are and if you like them coming soon to an update near you oh I liked that that was good <laughs> um all right Bron, give it to me straight what are we talking about today we uh took a break <laughs> we did yes as you all are aware I hope you thoroughly enjoyed our recaps. Our fave apps. Of our fave apps from, I almost said season one. There's no seasons in our podcast. But it basically kind of was. I mean, it was the first First 10. Yeah. yeah, Or ish. Um, Either way, breaks are great. And we want to talk about why you should take a break. 
Right, because I think we were talking about the, like, goodness of breaks before we actually ever took one. Mm -hmm. And that's why this is important, because we actually took the time to do it. And now we know that there is, you know, some stuff that comes with taking a break. And we'll talk about this later, too, but this kind of goes beyond... um, vacation it goes beyond like all of that what we're gonna at least what we're gonna get into today goes beyond like just taking a vacation but what a break actually means what it's meant to us and how we hope to kind of implement some of the things that we learned on our break into like our going forward Mm -hmm. and our in our lives so true and we all know that it feels really good to be busy until it doesn't (sighs) And so (laughs) it's heavy. Um, And so that's why we wanted to talk about how taking a break also helps you realign with the things that matter to you. And I know that we've talked about this so many times in the past of just like, have you thought about what makes you happy in a while? (laughs) This is the time to do it. And you're like, what? (laughs) Why? Eye opening. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Let's get into it. Should we speak at Queens? Let's do it. Let's start with the obvious, or at least obvious to us, or obvious to us now. (laughs) Iterate, iterate, iterate. (laughs) Uh, Taking a break is scary as hell, and I never thought I would say that until I had to say it out loud. Um, And it should be no surprise to people who've been listening to us or know us personally that most everything causes like some form of anxiety for us, (laughs) which is a fun thing to learn about yourself as it's happening to you. Things you learn while you're on a break. Seriously. Go back to therapy. Seriously. Seriously. (laughs) And like taking a break was no different than that. And removing things from like our plate, like you said, gave us room to kind of face our own stuff and that's really scary and that was a thing I don't think I was nearly as prepared for as I should have been or maybe I didn't know what to be prepared for because you're like you're taking a break that should be awesome and uh make room for other stuff or in our case mostly nothing at all (laughs) so that was just oh and and for me like doing it really forced a realization that like for for me again it's been an all or nothing mentality so it's like once everything was off the plate because I wasn't in school we weren't doing the podcast for me like summer is kind of it's it's not slow it's just very different it's not like go 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 on the sense where I'm up and out I'm just doing a lot more planning so that feels very different than most of my year um and I lost all motivation to do anything. And that was so scary. Mm-hmm. So scary. Cause I'm like, oh, I got one thing off, another thing off. I'm I'm just I'm just not doing anything now. And it would I fell into this like it's going to sound like depressive state, which I I would still argue that it wasn't, because I was still like up in Adam. I was still like going to the gym and like getting myself out of bed, but it definitely gave me too much room to just be like, I don't need to do anything (laughs) at all, which still meant like the fun stuff too, as well as like the stuff that was taking up a lot of time for us. Um, But the place I'd like to get to is being able to like manage like the full plate, the half plate, the empty plate without like jumping off the edge. Yes. Right. So much truth in that. And I, it reminds me of like getting off the treadmill and acknowledging how you're like the treadmill's still moving and somehow I have to like hop back on it while it's moving. 
Um, and there's this element of like when you're on it, you're going and you're going and you keep going and you still have that momentum to keep going. But there comes a point where you can't like somehow someone's turned the speed up on you yeah. and you can't keep up anymore. And there are three ways that it could go. Mm-hmm. Just You just learn to run faster. <laughs> I'm not saying we did that, but we may have done that. We've done that. It's That was like, you know, the last six years of my life. It's totally mm-hmm. um, You hit the burnout wall or you can get off and take a breather and return to the treadmill, a refreshed, beautiful young woman. When you're ready. <laughs> But I didn't know what that meant. So, <laughs> um, but in the in the case of like what we experienced, I'm actually really proud of us for recognizing when we did that we needed this break because there was an element of like acknowledging the signs of us approaching burnout in mm-hmm. both of our own individual ways, um, which like kind of came along with this feeling of disconnection and not being inspired by the things that should be inspiring us and feeling overwhelmed and not in control of like how we're spending our time right. and realizing that we had to set boundaries and say no to things. Um, but it's actually really hard to pull back from that and and realize that you need to to slow down. And I think um, just the the fear that I, I personally felt mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> around For like sure. what impact this has on like work and relationships and like what am I doing? Like what I said before of like, what are the things that make me happy? Mm-hmm. And am I doing those things? And I think what was really helpful for us is that right at the onset of our break, we had vacation where it like forced us out of our routine in a way that like helped us work through it, through some of that. Like we're now in this down- downtime zone. Like what are we going to do with this? Right. Not to like make your break work right but But it almost had to turn into that for us unintentionally yeah right and just like the the element of like having that open space and what is that what's going to come of that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely I think what we both realized at some point because when we were talking about taking the break originally we were kind of like I guess I could or maybe I couldn't and like I really, because we really enjoy this, you know, we really love doing this. So I think we were both like not feeling the the need for a break from like recording necessarily. But I think, like you said, we had vacations coming up and it's summer and we just wanted to kind of like slow down a little bit. And so that's why this landed on one of the things that we were going to like take a break from. But as soon as it was off the plate, it was like, oh my gosh, I really needed that. And I think for, I don't know about you, but like for me, I don't think I've ever considered this like a creative endeavor as much as it actually might be. And so you hear about people all the time, they do more creative work once they've taken that break because they've given themselves space to be creative again and not just push, 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 push. And we've been putting this off. And for me, I've been putting this off for a bit, I think also because of school and like work has been at a 10 at certain points. And so it just got pushed to the side because I'm like, there's no room for it anyway. So I might as well like not even think about it. But then when we had a chance to like kind of live in the break mode, I'm like, holy cow, I couldn't even figure out how to communicate how much I needed this because I didn't know how much I needed this. And then once I did realize it, I'm like, how do you tell someone, like, people you like, people you don't like, whoever it is, like, how do you communicate that need in any way? And, like, all of those things were 
coming in full force in the month we took a minute. <laughs> I want a longer break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what comes with that, I think, like, as you can tell, there was a, a lot happening. Mm-hmm in our minds that led to like, you need a break. And then as you take the break, like let's slow down and take the pressure off yourself and just live. Right. What is like, what does that That feels impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think again, for us, everything feels like pressure and we might be, um, maybe we're not unique in that way, but maybe we are. But I think for both of us, we just feel like now, now you've got the break. Like, what are you going to do with it? (laughs) Like there's all of a sudden in my mind an expectation of what you're going to do with that time now that you have it. And that's that's pressure right there in and of itself. And I think an older version of me um, would ask the people around me to like recognize how to take the pressure off or that I needed to take the pressure off and like come to me with that information Um, but now I know that has to be my job. Like I don't get to outsource that one particular thing because it has everything to do with me. And unfortunately I am the expert on (laughs) myself, or at least I'm like learning how to be. Um, and it's great when you have people that know you so well, that know, like when you're, you're, when you're getting to that point, or even after you've taken the intentional break and they know that you're putting more pressure on yourself to like, oh, let me work on like this side project, or let me like take all of these vacations, which sometimes do end up being more stressful mm-hmm. than a staycation or like just a day at the lake or whatever it might be. Um, and it's great to have people in our lives that recognize when we're doing that to ourselves, but we really need to learn how to do that on our own. And I think that's another thing that this break taught me. I think what's great about this episode is that it's not really the break that we're talking about. It's like taking the long term and like recognizing what we need to take with us into our like full-time lives. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what the break actually represents is how do you intentionally add things back in that you want to do or that you need to do, but how are you doing them in a way that creates space for less burnout and creates mm-hmm. space for thinking time and creating time and all of those things that we'd like to do. Um, and that's something that we need to do for ourselves. We can't ask other people to know how to do that for us. And that's like terrifying. <laughs> yes, it's really effing hard. <laughs> and there were so many moments where I resisted the feeling of this openness. Mm-hmm. And it was really easy for me to want to fill the time with other things, like doing chores or watching TV or just, like, sitting around and being like, I don't do I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, like, conking out a little bit. <laughs> but really the thing that I needed most was that time and space to reflect and to feel that, like, bad feeling of, like, you, you are slow slowed down right now and like what what are you feeling and like what what about what you're experiencing and like knowing that I had the opportunity to choose Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do was a little bit terrifying because it was I now had to choose like everything was off my plate the obvious only thing I had to do was go to work (laughs) after vacation right um and like what do I how do I want to reshape who I am And I think, as I've mentioned about seven times already in this episode, is that I've really gone through so many different changes this year that have kind of pushed me into this mental state of, like, 
really having the chance to um, shape my life in the way that I want to in like a really awesome positive way but being at the precipice for this immense amount of work that that requires right and that just feels like a very adult thing to do and I think there are so many days where I'm like I'm not an adult (laughs) no one should trust me with that responsibility (laughs) it's a very strange feeling to uh have feel like I'm relearning how to be me. Yes. Oh, oh. And it's so scary because you're like, do I like the same things I used to like? Do I, you know, like the same like crappy TV I used to love? It's like the things that are like very intense and like core values stuff, but also like the fringe stuff that like makes you laugh. Like what if that stuff doesn't make me laugh anymore? Like who is that person? (laughs) Why did I change? And it's, it is, it's really scary to, you know, it's one thing to like learn a new skill or, mm-hmm. um, you know, make a new friend. But when it's, you're trying to relearn a, a person and a body you've gotten very comfortable with, it's, it's all, it's like, um, there's like an unzipping of a skin suit and like stepping into a new skin suit <laughs> and being like, yes. <laughs> and you're like, this is uncomfortable. This is weird. I don't know this person. I don't understand this person. They have a lot of needs that old person didn't need, or at least seemingly didn't need. And so, yeah, it's all of those things of relearning how to be you because you still live in the same brain with the same body, maybe. Um, but Either way, you're like, this is a foreign place and I don't know what to do with it. And to be in the mental state where you're like, everything in my life is a choice Mm -hmm. and to acknowledge that and and live it is so like when you're 20, everything is great. And you're like, I want to try it all. Ice cream for dinner. And in a way, you have to put that same mentality around this like new shaping of things, but with very strong boundaries right right and that's the thing i think anything goes to some degree with with some things when you start to put those boundaries on it's very uncomfortable and like that's what we mean when we say like take the taking the pressure off it's not hey take the pressure off it's like how do we consider how to take the pressure off and like what does that actually mean to take the pressure off um and that's kind of what it is is like giving yourself giving your brain I don't know how to say this, giving your brain an opportunity to, to relax a little bit and be like, this is going to be a process. This is not going to happen in the month time frame you've given yourself <laughs> to like get it together. We're just getting started. Seriously. And I think that's the hardest part. You're like, I'm on a break. And then you're like, oh my God, <laughs> everything's changing. And it's terrifying. But an old therapist of mine did used to tell me, The tool that I still use, that I still really value, is she always used to look at me and say, like, what is the truth? Like, in a, you know, non-pressure, very, like, calm, low-key state, asking yourself, what is the truth? And in learning, like, how to take the pressure off, that's such an important tool to take out of your toolbox and utilize. Because you're like, okay, I'm all the pressure is on. I'm freaking out. I don't know what to do. I have no idea who I am, but like, what is the truth? And then going back to that grounding of like telling yourself what is actually happening around you, where you actually need to be and like who, who needs to be there and in that process with you. And I think that helped actually a fair amount in this time frame of just 
saying, um, like, what is the truth? And, and that's a big question if you're still figuring all of those truths out, but at least it gives you a place to start. For sure. And I feel like that's the thing that helps pull you out of that, like, reflection hole a little bit. Yeah. Of, like, before you start to go too deep, you're like, oh, yeah, there's a rope here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me recently, like, very recently, that I get really stuck in process and that I start to, like, you know, fold over on myself because the process isn't there. But, like, the answer is on the other side of the process if I just let the process like go a little bit and that was hard to hear because I was like that's a good thing like process is good (laughs) but only to a certain degree as long as it's not holding you back from taking action and so when we're talking about like what is the truth what is the truth like like you say there's a rope there like pull yourself out like the process that you're like looking at the floor you know pacing the process doesn't live there it lives in the rope (laughs) when you look up one of the things during the break, I listened to this great podcast <laughs> I love called Back to Work. And uh, Merlin Mann said when he goes on walks, he remembers, like, look up and out. Mm-hmm. If you're focused on your feet while you're walking, you're not seeing anything. Right. You're like one step, two step, one step, two step. And you're missing out on everything around you. Yeah. And so look up and out. What's what's around you? What's happening? What, what's happening? What don't miss it. Yeah. Well, and I even like exactly to your point, like I have a tendency when I'm walking like on concrete and there are like slabs of concrete that are like squared off. I'll like see how many steps it takes me to walk in each square (laughs) and I'll do it over and over and over again until I'm done with all of the squares. And it's weird. It's weird. I've never told anybody. (laughs) It's weird. It's weird that I do that. I do it on like patterned carpets as well. So anyway, um, that's, <laughs> that's a share. That's like a woo. That's that's a share. That means something. But tell that tell that to Anne. Yeah, that's coming up next <laughs> in my next sesh. But to that point, like looking up, like all I'm doing is like counting. I'm just counting yeah, over you're not, and over and over again. You're not thinking Instead about instead of like letting my brain live a little bit and like not utilizing it for anything, especially when you're outside. And it is that like really important reminder that like things live above the ground, like things live outside of that space around your face. Yeah, like, like open up your bubble a little bit. Yeah, and that's really hard to do. That's a great example of how I don't know how to do that. <laughs> but now you'll remember. But now I'll remember, and now I'll stop counting squares. And look up. (laughs) Start counting the clouds. That would be a better way to use my time. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, What is the long game here after we've taken this break? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. (laughs) I... What I want to be clear about, and this is, you know, I think a lot of the time when we're we're doing this podcast, the reason we started is because it seemed like a lot of people had the same questions and the same you know, trials and tribulations that we had. And um, that's still true, I think. But a lot of what we talk about is also like helpful for us and mm-hmm. the things that we're going through. So I think this long game really comes down to, for me, thinking about making sure you're going like beyond the mentality of just taking more time off. This is not just about you know, taking more vacation. I mean, maybe it is for some people, but I think looking up and outside of just the like, I should take more vacations this year, but yeah, 
Sure, but if you are just as structured and you're unhappy and you're not really enjoying yourself on the vacation just as much as you're not enjoying yourself at home, Mm -hmm. then like a vacation isn't going to help you. (laughs) So what I realized during the break is like this has required a shift in perspective and a lot of bravery to move forward with the new mentality. So the the bravery requires communication. It requires honesty. It requires so many things that maybe we're not super comfortable doing at this point, but the break allowed me to feel the need for those things to happen, which is what I want to take forward, which doesn't necessarily just happen on vacation. Yes. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's a little bit like new habit building and you have to stay the course and set many achievable goals as you retrain your your new self, Mm -hmm. your new skin. Yeah. Fresh. Uh, My sister and I had a really lovely conversation the other day that fits so nicely into this thought process around, like, especially as it relates to, like, the things that I've been thinking about during the break time Mm -hmm. of, like, having this opportunity to to reshape things and Mm -hmm. think about, like, what, what am I choosing to do? And, like, instead of thinking about it as an overwhelming task of, like, what's the opportunity here? This is super exciting. You can do anything you want. But like, in a in a more intentional way than what once was exciting, mm-hmm. um, because like I, I think, in the way that this like the break has shown a little bit of this opportunity of time and space in our lives, and how do we want to be spending that, and like the excitement that comes with like being okay with doing something alone Mm -hmm. again and doing something just for you and if you like it keep doing it if you don't like it stop doing it don't do it anymore you have total control and what she was saying is that she needed kind of an element of that to like establish something that was separate from work Mm. and i feel like there's like a piece of what she's she experienced that fits so nicely into like what I'm going through and like having her wisdom yeah in this process is so lovely of just like yeah you have to just like get over the like get over yourself right. and like just do the thing that you want to do and that's just going to be the rest of your life forever mm-hmm. like this idea of you only doing it in your 20s and then the by the time you turn 30 or you're in your 30s it's like i've figured it all out it's like no the best people are continuing to continuing to evolve through this process right and like okay with doing new things or like taking the time for themselves to do something that's exclusively yours right and i was like remove the fear it's like well that sounds fun (laughs) yeah and that's a great thing to like take with you. And even if it's something as small as going to get yourself ice cream because you want ice cream, just go do it. And don't think about, is it weird to stand in line at the ice cream place by myself when everybody else is there with some, like, there's a million different, I mean, and that's obviously a very small version of this, but it's also like telling your brain to like, shh. Yeah. Just chill. Quiet out. Just quiet go. Out. Just do a thing or don't whatever. <laughs> just do it for yourself, mm-hmm. whichever direction you choose to go in. Oh, that's great. Uh, I think the the long game is, like, also confronting what pushed you to take the break in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, again, this is not just about 
vacation. It's did you get sick or did you hit a wall either, you know, physically or emotionally? Did something happen like in your family or with your friends? And look at what required the break, like why you needed to step back from the things on your plate and then use that as a jumping off point for how you'll move forward with um, adding things back on or figuring out what is, if your plate is small, what are the most important things that belong on it? If you got sick, your health should be on that plate. You know, it's, it's those things that like we don't think about when everything's good and like we feel like we're killing it at life and everything. And sometimes we are, yeah. but we're pushing down things that really should be taken care of or looked at or like just prioritized in some way. Um, and I didn't think about that until we really decided to make this kind of the episode topic because I'm like, what? Like, and I'm still figuring that out, you know, from this break. I'm still figuring out like what pushed us to take the break, what pushed me to say okay to taking the break, and how do I like recalibrate based on what that answer is. Mm-hmm. And it's scary and it makes it forces you to have to be honest in a way that maybe you're not super comfortable doing. So true. It's important. Um, I think there's also an element of like, how can you be most present in those experiences? And like how during the, the slow time, during the break time, what are the things that you can do to like pull that into the everyday life as you start to like pick up things and add things to your plate, hop back on that treadmill mm-hmm. um, and and take the time to really pull out the things that are really sparking with you and do more of that. Right. And really take the time to reflect on how you're feeling and what in this time are you learning about yourself? Because I think there's this element of like taking the break and just letting the time go by. But if you, like you were saying, like what are the things that were the catalyst to this Mm -hmm. and how, how do I make smart choices about everything moving forward? And I, I think what was eye opening for me is that, um this like what is this fresh start and like this is like it's cool to think about it as a fresh start Mm -hmm. and not to fall into my old habits because like there's an there's an element of like that being a consistent thing of like I did it again yeah yeah (laughs) I said yes to too many things and here we are right and how I've even shifted just like accepting things on my calendar Mm -hmm. um and not overwhelming myself and like what what is it that I need and that can be hard but during this process it's super important and the the horizon is quite lovely it is because you can see it you felt it like you felt the you felt the spark you felt the goodness you felt the like your shoulders go down and you felt yourself relax you're like I want to feel that again. Mm-hmm. How do I make sure I continue to feel that? And it is. It's a little... Especially if, like, other people are reliant on the way that you used to be or people are reliant or expecting you to be a certain way and you can feel that person kind of falling away based on that break you took and the time you took to figure out, like, what those needs look like. And that is a whole other thing, but it is something to pay attention to and to acknowledge and maybe have a conversation, maybe not with the person or the people, but with someone to figure out, okay, this is how I'm feeling about this, but that 
they're under the impression I'm still a different way. Like, where do I go from here? What do I do? Um, and that's a perfectly honest and, and realistic conversation to have. Totally agree. And we got to do it. Let's uh, let's keep learning. Yeah, we should. We want to keep this conversation going, obviously, as we always do. Um, and where can we do that? <laughs> Instagram. We are always on Instagram at Queen underscore Speaking. Find us. Uh, find all the all the deets, all the links to the things that we mention in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Queenspeaking.com. Yeah. Slash eighty one. Here we go. Shall we break? Let's break. <laughs>